Welcome to the Law of Attraction in Action podcast. My name is Michelle Joy, and thank you so much for joining me. I'm here to inspire you to live amazing lives through the Law of Attraction and help you see how powerful you really are. In this podcast, you'll hear interviews, and I will give you inspirational talks on my Monday session. So thank you so much for joining me, and happy manifesting! Welcome to Love, Attraction, and Action. Thank you so much for joining me on my podcast. My name is Michelle Joy, and I am your host. And today I bring two people from all over the world and all walks of life who are here to share their journey around the Law of Attraction so they can inspire you to do the same thing. So today's guest, her name is Elle Hari, and she is and the number one international best-selling author and Twin Flame, an Ascension Alchemist, writer, teacher, and coach. So I can only guess you have tons to teach us, Al, but thank you so much for being on my show. Thank you so much for having me, Michelle. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, and you're in sunny Florida. If you watch the video, she's all tan and all like, you know, sunny, and I'm like in cold. Well, it's, it's getting colder here in the Pacific Northwest, but it's just fun to connect with people from all over the world. So I'm glad you're here. So Elle, tell me and all my listeners, how did you come into the law of attraction and how has it changed your life? Well, um, I first started with the law of attraction um, when I read the book, The Secret, when it came out and then I watched the film, you know, a couple years later or whatever. But, um, you know, I, I tried to intentionally um, at that point, not knowing much about <laughs> universal laws other than that or anything, I tried to intentionally, you know, use it to create things without much success. And then um, just like unintentionally, I, um, I embarked on a twin flame journey <laughs> and um, I learned from that experience, the whole journey that the law of attraction is just actually always working. It's, you know, like the law of gravity. Um, so, because regarding twin flames and the twin flame journey, um, contrary to a lot of beliefs out there, you cannot um, intentionally manifest anything regarding your twin flame or your twin flame journey. Um, and so I learned that the hard way, but eventually did learn it. But um, the reason why that really is, is because the law of attraction is always working anyway, um, through your soul energy, actually. So how did you, like, so when you said this, this journey to find your twin flame, what did that look like? What were you expecting? I guess it's kind of, you know, we all have these ideas between twin flames and soulmates. And I did a whole series on soulmates, like for several Saturdays in a row. So if people are new to my podcast, definitely go back. I interviewed lots of soulmate relationships, but the twin flames is a whole different realm. And I was, when I got in a lot of attraction, I was looking for my soulmate, but I never thought of twin flame. Tell us more about your journey. I do want to know more about that and what that means to you and what you found. Okay, sure. Well, um, first of all, there's a difference between soulmates and twin flames. Um, a soulmate is anyone who your soul resonates with their soul. And there can be different, different ways and different degrees of that resonance, right? There's romantic soulmates, um, family members can be soulmates, friends, even pets. Mm -hmm. um, anything with a soul and with energy, if it resonates with your energy, which is your soul, it's a soulmate. Um, so it's a separate soul, a separate energetic being. The twin flame, on the other hand, is your soul. <laughs> They're the person that shares your soul. So it's not a mate of your soul. They are your soul. They share your soul. So that's but in the two diff different human bodies. In, yes. Or, right? Yes. They're in two okay. different human bodies, but um, you know, those bodies are part of the same soul. Mm. And um, so, uh, 
so my journey, how it, it played out, first of all, um, I didn't expect anything. The twin flame journey happens when you least expect it. You can't, it's not something you can consciously choose to embark upon. Um, you can manifest a soulmate intentionally, of course, <laughs> as you know, um, but you cannot intentionally manifest your twin flame. Um, so how it worked for me was, um, and how it works for most people from what <laughs> I've gathered from my students and others, is that um, you meet your twin flame and everyone, first of all, has crossed paths with their twin flames in, in every lifetime. Um, you know, they've most likely crossed paths with them, like, but they didn't have what's called soul recognition. Suddenly in this lifetime, people's souls are starting to have soul recognition of their twin flame, which means your soul recognizes itself on the energetic level of the soul within that other physical body of your twin flame. This is all the energetic level. It's completely unconscious, subconscious. No one, you don't know it's happening. You don't feel anything like, you know, stars or anything or fireworks, nothing like that. It, it's very, um, it happens on the deepest subconscious level. And then, but what's going on there at soul recognition is that because you're the same soul with your twin flame, you're the shared energy. And so at soul recognition, your, your shared energy becomes activated. And what that means is it, it builds up and it builds up as polarities. And this is why everyone has and is a twin flame. This is why we have, we're created. This is how we're created is with twin flames is because um, for in order, in order for our soul, which is energy to incarnate here into the physical world, the 3D world, um, it, needed, it needs to assimilate to the same energetic paradigm of the 3D world. So um, the soul originally comes from the fifth dimension, which, um, you know, it just is, everything is, it's peaceful, it's infinite, it's, there's no limits, there's no, uh, there's no boundaries, nothing's finite, everything just is, and, you know, it just is peaceful and is. Um, but in, in the third dimension, in the physical world, um, you know, it's, it's an energetic paradigm of duality. And so we have opposites, like up and down, hot and cold, in and out, light and dark, good and bad, those kind of things. And so in order for our soul to incarnate here, it needs to assimilate into that energetic paradigm of duality and opposites. And so it needs to make two opposites of itself. And that's why everyone has and is a twin flame. Each twin flame contains an opposite of the same soul. And in energetic terms, because the soul's energy, that, that's polarity. So one twin flame is one polarity and the other twin flame is the other polarity. And so at soul recognition, those two polarities kind of kick in and then um, they build up. And so there's this really intense feeling between the twin flames usually where they're drawn together like magnets. Um, you know, nothing can tear, you don't think anything can tear them apart. And then just suddenly they reach what I like to call a tipping point where just like that, all of a sudden they repel each other. There's like almost a, it's almost like um, an energetic wall goes up between them which we're physically, um, they cannot physically come together. And so that's what happens. And then at that point, um, you know, they us that usually manifests as a push-pull. So one twin flame becomes the push energy, focusing only on the other twin flame's physical form, what they're doing, saying, thinking, feeling. They become almost obsessed. It's a very obsessive energy. It's a very addictive energy. Um, and then the other twin flame becomes a pull energy. So as much as the push energy focuses on the twin flame, the pull energy twin flame pulls away in tandem. So they can never come together because one's always pushing and one's always pulling physically and um, on the energetic level. So when that happens, it almost feels like your soul has been ripped away from you because technically that's really what's kind of happening, but not really. You are your soul. You can't rip your soul away, but that's what it physically feels like. 
when the two twin flames repel. And at that point, for me personally, I mean, there's different degrees of the degree of pain this causes someone, but for me, I mean, and I'm worse than all the thousands of people, students that I've helped on this journey. I'm, I'm the worst I think I've ever come across. Luckily, no one has ever experienced it as bad as I had, but I was on the floor for literally a puddle on the floor for six months. Um, I just, I couldn't function as a normal human being at all. And, um, you know, so there was no doubting there was something going on that was not right. It's, it's beyond like normal, normal heartbreak, you would think, or, or anything like that. You, and you just know you're guided to spiritual practices and spiritual modality and to, to really find out what's going on. Um, you know, your soul does guide you there, you know, to, to look in the spiritual aspect of things because that is what's going on. It's all How long are you two together? How long was, was the relationship? How long did it last? Weeks. Six weeks. How long? Six, <laughs> Six weeks. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's very quick. Um, are they typically very quick? Um, the average is about 90 days, three months from, from the point of soul recognition. Now, when my twin flame and I met, we had, we had met each other like a few months before that. And we met each other like twice before then we actually got together, <laughs> um, you know, but, it, but really, um, so we had soul recognition very quickly. But there's many twin flames who, you know, they could be married to their twin flames right now and not have had soul recognition. They could have been married for 20 years, have kids, you know, have a whole life. And then all of a sudden, the soul could have soul recognition. And then usually within 90 days of soul recognition is when, um, you know. So how do you get soul recognition then? How does that occur? Soul, your soul just does it. It's, it's not conscious. It's, it, you can't intend for it to happen. It's just when your soul's ready, it just does it. But what does it look like when you have that soul connection? Does the in feelings for that person, say you're with someone for like 15 years and all of a sudden you have the soul recognition, does your feelings for that person intensify at that soul recognition period? Or, or is it, what, what does it look like? Yes. Um, so that wasn't my own personal experience. And everyone's journey is unique and individual the way it plays out physically. But what's going on in the soul level is exactly the same. But um, so, yes, from what I've, I've heard from students who have been in those, that situation, um, yes, it all of a sudden, uh, they feel like they've had the best you know, time together since they've you know, met their whole relationship, their whole marriage or whatever. And they don't understand it. Why all of a sudden we have the best, most connecting time. And then all of a sudden you know, he or she is gone. And is that because that, that lesson was learned or that, like, why, why are they repelled then? This is a fascinating conversation, by the way, Elle. I'm so excited on my podcast. But why, why what, what makes them, I, I understand maybe it's the polarity or what mm -hmm. happens? Is that why? So yeah, so the polarities, it's, it's the push-pull. And um, remember, like I said, you had to, um, your soul needed to assimilate into the third dimension paradigm, which is a fear-based paradigm, which means fear is, fear always provides um, an illusion of separation from what you truly want and desire. And this is key to law of attraction, actually yes. intensely manifesting anything. But so that's the whole energetic paradigm of the, the 3D physical world. And so um, your soul needed to assimilate as energy um, when you incarnated here. So it needs to make two opposite polarities of itself, which is, you know, one twin flame, then the other twin flame. And that manifests as push-pull. And then so what happens is at that point, that's when, I mean, it's so painful, but you know, it's like, because you're getting woken up, you know, <laughs> your soul's like clobbering you over the head, literally like, wake up. This is, you need to pay attention to this. You know, <laughs> it's like an alarm clock. Uh -huh. You know, alarm clocks are fun. Uh -huh. um, so, you know, and what the lesson, the lesson is there really is to see your fear-based energy 
usually it's the push twin flame that goes, you know, looking for the, the help who comes searching for the help and, um, you know, and trying to find out all the information, devour all the information they can about twin flames. Unfortunately, like 99% of it out there is, is not true, but you know, they, they just devour as much as they can. It's the obsessiveness because fear-based energy is also obsessive and it controls your mind. So, um, you know, they go and devour all this information. They go looking for help and, you know, they're just so desperate and so obsessive and just acting completely out of character. You don't even recognize yourself at this point. And it's just, it's just very painful. And, um, but what, it, what your soul is getting you to do by doing this is, is to really understand and look at this part of yourself that, you know, you have this fear-based energy, but that's not who you are. You are your soul. And then, so like, like what we teach our students to do is to, is to separate yourself, get out of the fear-based energy. And then you can look at it from an outside perspective and then you're able to um, not let it control you anymore. And, you know, as you do that, you actually alchemize it and transmute it into love energy and you shift closer into alignment with your soul, which is love energy. This happened to me. Okay. I'm, I'm just blown away because I've never thought of it in this way. I've heard lots of different um, examples of Twin Flames. Matt Kahn, he's a spiritual teacher out of Seattle. He's now a Hay House author. He talked a lot about Twin Flames and, and he kind of talked the same as you. And you're the second person. I've never heard anyone else talk about it except for you two. And I have a lot of respect for him. So what you're saying completely rings true to me. But I believe my ex-husband was my twin flame with how you're saying this, because everything you're saying truly happened to me. And my, I'm with my soulmate now and we're so happy, but it's easy it's calm. It's like, we're helping each other grow. And, but my ex-husband, and even he had an ex-girlfriend before me, we both agreed that that relationship was very obsessive, very um, passionate, very um, controlling, but like obsessively controlling for both. And, but I also, because of the breakup of my marriage with my ex-husband, it woke me up to who I really am. So I'm listening to you, Alan. I'm like, oh, this is so true. This is so true. And I, I hate to even call my ex my twin flame because then I also think, well, twin flame is like the person you're always supposed to be with, but that's not no. the case, is it? No, that's not, that's not necessarily the case. When um, you can be, you can be, we help our students be and maintain physical loving relationships with their twin flames, but the energy has to be completely in balance, meaning, you know, you have no more of the push-pull going on. And it's a process to get there. Yeah. Um, but as throughout the process, it's a beautiful process. It's, you know, it's just, you know, becoming yourself and just really knowing who you truly are. And then every, as you do that, of course, everything else in your physical life, you start magnetizing in through the law of attraction. Yeah. Yeah. Um, naturally, you know, you don't have to intentionally do it. It naturally happens you start magnetizing in, you know, all of your true soul's desires, which includes, you know, peace, happiness, contentment, abundance, the sense of purpose, all of those things start, be, you know, just showing up in, in your life, your clear senses awaken and you just become, you know, so much more um, of your soul love energy than of your mind fear-based physical energy. Oh, this conversation is beautiful because there's so many people listening right now who are like, oh my gosh, I've been with my twin flame and they made me miserable and I've been so angry about it. And it's actually a perspective shift. Like, oh, they actually helped me grow. And that's how I shifted my energy with my ex. Instead of being victim to how he treated me and how our relationship ended, I actually did grow and see the gifts that he gave me. And the fact that I came to my knees with so much pain 
And in that time, I had a spiritual awakening and really connected with source energy. And like everything you're saying, Elle, everything has happened in my life that you said. Like I've attracted better people. I've manifested amazing things. My life has been miraculous ever yeah. since. So people listening, this is good stuff. Because again, how many of us, A, maybe never get into a relationship out of fear of being hurt. And what we're both saying, what you're saying, it's, it's okay to go through the pain because that's part of, part of your spiritual journey, isn't it? Yes, yes. Um, everything happens for a reason. If this journey teaches you anything, it's that. Your soul is orchestrating everything in your life. Your soul only, I mean, it, it is the highest, lightest energy um, next to source energy, which created it. Um, it's all love energy. So ev there's no good or bad. Right. Judging any pain as bad is really, um, that's kind of, that is the, the perspective that you actually end up balancing out and um, learning how to, um, you know, to not judge things, to accept whatever happens and whoever comes in without judgment. And that's really, that's really the definition of, definition of love is acceptance without judgment. Right, um, right. And so, and your soul is orchestrating everything in your life. And if you can just trust and believe in yourself as a soul and that your soul is bringing in everything for your highest good, even if you can't understand what the reason is. If your mind can't grasp that, just to believe that that it is, then I mean, you don't judge anything as bad. And even, um, you know, the pain, any pain you experience is showing you a part of yourself. Everyone is showing you a part of yourself. Your twin flame just um, what shows you, uh, you know, exactly <laughs> the reverse of, of yourself. They're your reverse mirror. People think the twin flame is the mirror, but actually they're your reverse mirror. And so whenever they come in, it's your soul bringing them in. And whenever they leave, it's, it's the push-pull uh, energy doing it. So people do like to play victim. They like to blame their twin flame and, and, you know, have anger towards their twin flame. And, you know, just know that your twin flame is you. And this whole journey is about self-love and learning how to love yourself. And that means accepting yes. yourself without judgment. And so that means accepting um, your twin flame without judgment as well. And, yes. but, that, but not that physical form of personality of your twin flame. You know, you accept the energy that they are. But the, uh, the physical form and personality of the twin flame, you know, that's, that's not who they are. You are not your body, your mind, and they are not their body or mind. You are both the same soul and it transcends any of that. And that's you know, really the miraculousness of it. Yeah, it is. And you know, one thing that I did to heal, and I actually learned it from Elizabeth Gilbert, Eat, Pray, Love, because that was the first book I read right after my divorce, <laughs> um, a separation, but it was about because I would never be able to get resolution, not never, which is a strong statement, but I do feel that way. We, even though we're co-parenting, we still don't get along, but I had to find a way to get, receive forgiveness and give forgiveness and, and some resolution on an energetic plane, because I could not do it on a physical plane with him, but I did energetically. And I, I imagined us being intertwined and grateful for our time together. And that energy shifted what would just doing that one little exercise for me completely changed me. It opened me up for my soulmate. It opened me up for um, my loving myself. It opened me up for doing this life that I love now. And so I want to know more about you, Elle, because you, you said you spent six months on the floor in a puddle of tears what happened and how long did it take you to figure this out or, or what opened your, your heart or your, I guess those divine, maybe was it a divine download? How did it all come to you? All of this information. And the most amazing person teacher one could ever have 
um, but by her grace and the grace of the universe, that's uh, she saved my life. Um, what happened was, um, so for the first, the six months I was on the floor, um, I went to like 13 different spiritual advisors. Like I told you this journey, I mean, you, you kind of get nudged in the spiritual direction. So I went Absolutely. to psychics, healers, voodoo mambo. Um, I, I spoke with a therapist, you know, I tried, <laughs> you know, this is not a journey on the mind. So, uh, that just didn't really work right. at all, but, right. um, right. I just went to 13 of them. And then, and I didn't know what twin flames were. This was seven years ago. And so even in this, in those psychic spiritual circles, no one mentioned it to me. No one mentioned to me in six months that that's what I was going through. Um, and I spent, a, I wasted a lot of money, like $36,000, um, paying psychics to dress up candles, like, like, like me and my twin flame, <laughs> putting them in churches. And I don't even know, in Romania, it was just, it, yeah, um, it was pretty crazy. Then I tried I to love get how open you are. I love your openness. This is great. This is good. <laughs> I, well, I mean, it's truth. I can laugh at it now. I mean, it's mm -hmm. my journey and it was, it all happened for a reason. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and then, um, so I even, then I, I got to the point and at first, you know, you're just so obsessed. You just, all you want to do is get them back, get them back. When in reality, that separation is an illusion and they're always you because you are the same exact soul <laughs> um, that you share with no one and nothing else in the entire history of the cosmos. But you know, you don't get that. You're just focused so much. Your fear-based push energy is focused on that physical form and what they're doing, saying, thinking, feeling, and with whom. And then, so that's how it started. But then it was like, you know, I just, um, I just couldn't take it anymore. And I wanted to cut Get, cut the cord, right? So then I went to Ovidio uh, Mambo and I went to some other people trying to cut, they all were like, we don't understand, we can't cut this cord. Of course you can't cut the cord with yourself, with your soul, right? But this is before Twin Flames was like a known thing, even in psychic circles at that time. Well, six months later, I guess it was like five months later, I found, I was calling in, trying another call-in psychic on one of those call-in things. And she mentioned the first time, first person mentioned to me Twin Flames. And she's like, oh, you're some things. And so she gave me these like exercises to do, which come to find out really only exacerbated my pain and the whole fear-based obsessiveness. But I didn't know that at the time, but at least thankfully to her, I knew what I, kind of, I guess, what I was working with. I didn't really believe it because she's like, only few people are twin flames in the world, which is not true. Everyone has and is a twin flame. And that got me thinking like, why us? We're not special. Why would we be twin flames and no one else? We have to heal all these people, she said. And I'm like, I don't, he's not even here. I didn't know, you know. Um, but anyway, but that got me to like, um, and then all of a sudden she told me, um, I can't work with you anymore. My guides are saying I can't work with you. And so that really freaked me out. And I was like desperate. And then so I Googled twin flames. And at that time, like, two things came up and one of them was this teacher of mine, her name was Leora and she was located in Australia and I'm in Florida, like you said. And so um, she, I sent her the payment through PayPal. She, she started working with me that very night and I worked with her every single day, weekends, holidays. I mean, here in Australia, whatever, every single day for two years. And um, then she got too sick to work and she's no longer here, but that's why I, I mean, I started even doing this. I never, I mean, I was a lawyer. I was never really thought I would be, uh, you know, a coach or, or anything spiritual at all. But um, after she passed away um, and then um, her website was taken down a year later or so. And then that's when I decided I wrote a book and I put it on Amazon just, just to dispel like the, a lot of the common myths about Twin Flames that are out there because that's what's your, really- What's your book called? Twin Flames Exposed. Okay. And, um, and so just to expose like, you know, what it really truly is and just dispel like a couple of the common myths out there. And because that really was, Leora, my teacher's uh, biggest pet peeve. Like she's like, all these people, they don't understand it. 
she knew it because um, she did download. She, she channeled the archangels in all of our um, sessions. And working with her, you know, within two weeks, I was a normal human being again. After six months on the floor, I could function. I was a single mom at the time. My kids were very young and I was able to be a mom. Um, that was the most difficult thing looking back and even dealing with it now that, you know, those six months I kind of wasted there and, you know, in my motherhood, I guess. Um, but, and within, within three months of working with her, I magnetized my twin flame back. Um, but I still kept working with her for, you know, more than a year and a half after that. And I don't know what kept me going. I just, I just felt drawn to it. I just, you know, I learned so much about ascension and the ascension process. Because for people on this twin flame journey, um, that's the first step to ascension. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it all it's ties into a bigger picture of ascension. And so and you we said, were very versed in that. And so she taught me about that as well. And you said you're with your twin flame again? Yes. Oh, okay. So there's, there's a happy ending there. Yeah. Well, well, of course, it's all a happy. It's all happy. I mean, the, you waking up is happy. He's just a bonus. But what yeah. great that you actually figured this out. Mm -hmm. Well, I didn't figure out. I had the help of Leora. That's what well, I'm yes, 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 yes. Um, before we wrap up, I want you to um, tell us about your relationship. What is it like now? Uh, well, it's not like it, it's not as... Um, it's not as typical, like a typical romantic relationship. It ha it's, it's entirely fear-based. It's very hard to explain what that's like because we cannot, the twin flames are currently the only people who can get to complete unconditional love, which means totally entirely fear fearless, um, uh, you know, uh, on right now, where the level of human consciousness is. Like we can't even get there with our kids yet. Um, you know, we just have to do it with ourselves first to get total fearlessness and the twin flame is ourselves. So, you know, it's just maintaining that balance of no fear in there, which means in terms of like relationships, like, you know, you don't really need labels. You don't need to label that you're in a relationship. You don't need like marriage. You know, you don't have rules like, oh, you know, we're monogamous or whatever. And it's, I mean, you know, you don't worry about where is the other person? Who are they talking to? It's not like that. It's just, it's, it feels very um, like tender sweet, innocent. Those are words I would give to when we're together. We almost don't need to speak a lot. Um, you know, if, if I'm ever triggered, he doesn't trigger me anymore, but if I'm ever triggered, like by thing, you know, driving, I get triggered or whatever, you know, I, I very make sure I go, you know, make space for myself and get it out. And I don't push it out onto him, you know, cause pushing that energy out would cause him to pull away. Mm -hmm. um, but plus, it's not right to dump your shit on anyone else anyway. <laughs> right, right, right. We need to take um, responsibility for our lives, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but so it's, but it's, it sounds like, I make it sound like it's like walking on eggshells, but it's not because once you do uh, get through the process of balancing out your energy regarding your twin flame and your twin flame journey, um, you know, it's, it's, it really goes dormant. It goes dormant regarding your twin flame and twin flame journey. And then, of course, it starts to spread out around other aspects of your life as well. But, um, you know, but, you know, I always, you know, I just want to be careful, make sure, you know, that it doesn't, you know, get woken up again at some point. So, you know, but it, it's a paradox because, you know, as soon as you get to that point where you're good, I'm perfect, I'm whole, I'm complete, whatever he's doing, if he's right next to me, it's the same way. I feel the same exact thing as if he's across the world or if he's with me or with anyone else, I feel exactly the same way. And that's exactly the, um, the space you need to get to. Um, in order for them to be there physically, in order for your soul to have them there physically. And then once you're in that space, 
they can't even leave. Like, you know, I mean, they can even, even go to like different locations, but you know, they're not going to be with anyone else. You don't have to worry about physical attachment because you're energetically right. attached. That's right. exactly right. Yes. And it has to be the, the energetic um, balance in order to have any physical, physical togetherness. Um, wow. Yeah. And that, and that's the paradox. It really, um, you know, you have to let go of the wanting and the needing and the desperation and, you know, not just in, it's not in your head. You can't just tell yourself, yeah, you know, I'm letting, <laughs> you can't let go of yourself because the twin flame is yourself, but you just need to energetically shift into this, into a place that I call meh, where you're open to whatever's coming and going regarding your twin flame without any judgment, acceptance without judgment. And that's total unconditional love. No expectations, no rules. Oh, what a beautiful place that'd be, right? And I, I think everyone listening who's in a relationship would be like, I want that. This is something we all can get. This is where we can work towards. I think me being in a soulmate relationship, I do have that 99% of the time. I mean, 90%, let's be fair. 10% of the time, it's not. But it is something that I'm constantly working on. Like you said, not putting myself, my stuff on that person. Mm -hmm. um, that's just, that's a, an unconditional love. Not conditional love, which is what most people do, but unconditional love. So this is like the the greatest example of what we can achieve in this lifetime, right? How yes. beautiful is that? Yes. Um, yeah. And so it's like I mentioned the ascension process real quick. Um, the, so the twin flame journey for the people that are experiencing now, it's the first step of their ascension process. People can start the ascension process without, you know, having been on the twin flame journey yet. Um, but, you know, for people experiencing the twin flame journey right now, um, the, it's this is the first step of their ascension process. But then the ascension process is eventually to get there with all soulmates, everyone else, which is basically everyone else, and then strangers, and then even with other energy, such as money. You know, money's energy as well. Everything's energy. And to get there, uh, you know, regarding everything. And then eventually you'll reach that ascension <laughs> when you reach that. So. I love that. Well, Elle, thank you so much for sharing your journey on my podcast. I know people are going to like die to reach out to you. I know I want to read your book, but tell us all how we can get in touch with you if they, people have questions. And I'll also put in the show notes, but if you can tell people how to reach out to you. Sure. So I have a very informative website. If anyone's interested more in Twin Flames, it's bewithyourtwinflame.com. Um, I also have a YouTube channel, bewithyourtwinflame.com, and an Instagram, bewithyourtwinflame.com. Awesome. <laughs> a Facebook group, bewithyourtwinflame. Well, that makes um, it easy. <laughs> yeah, bewithyourtwinflame. But I also have... Um, so uh, I, I noticed working with all of my students, um, the same exact stuff, not the twin flame part, but all the energetic work actually has helped um, people not on a twin flame journey attain, um, shift closer into alignment with their soul and to um, transmute and alchemize their fear-based energy and then to realize things just starting to miraculously appear in their lives of everything they desire. And they can check out that at masteryofascension.com. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much, Elle. I learned so much in this conversation. It's been awesome. And for two and a half years, I've done this podcast. I've never had someone come in and talk about this. So I love, love, love that you reached out to me and we're doing this. So thank you. Thank you, Michelle. It's been a thank pleasure. You. And Let's please start. reach out to Elle. Again, I'll have all that information in the show notes. But if you have a story you want to share in my podcast, I would love to hear from you. Just go to my website at michelle-joy.com. That's M-I-C-H-E-L-E-J-O-Y.com. And thanks, everyone, for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day and happy manifesting. Thank you again for listening and joining me on my podcast. If you want to learn more about me, please go to my website at michelle-joy.com. That's M-I-C-H-E-L-E-J-O-Y.com. And on there, I have lots of goodies, including guided meditations, 
and inspirational posts and blogs. And of course, I'm here to help you as your coach. So thank you for listening and have a wonderful day.